Welcome to NARAL's The Morning After. Each Thursday, our podcast brings you the latest on reproductive health care, progressive politics, and the fight to keep abortion safe and legal. NARAL's The Morning After is a production of NARAL Pro-Choice Ohio. Find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at ProChoiceOH. Enjoy the show! Hi, I'm Jamie. Hi, I'm Randy. Hi, I'm Gabe. (laughs) (laughs) Don't be so excited, Gabe. So there was a VP debate this week. (laughs) Yep. Uh Uh-huh. I couldn't even make it all the way through. They were... (laughs) It was... I saw lots of my friends comment that, like, who would who would expect two upper-class white dudes totally talking over a woman trying to moderate their debate and right. interrupting himself, each other constantly? And yeah. it was just so annoying. I couldn't, like, I couldn't actually put it was brain very power annoying. on it. Yeah. yeah. You know, and <clears throat> something I realized this morning um, is... It it was a high level of interruptions. Mm-hmm. Um, the first debate, tons of interruptions. Mm-hmm. When it was a man interrupting a woman, it, I think all around everybody just it sounded natural. Yeah, I mean <laughs> we all we live with every what day. Was happening, yes. uh, and you know, I I think we we were offended on behalf of Secretary Clinton that she was being interrupted so much. But mm-hmm. then when we see these two guys interrupt each other. Everybody was like, oh, my God, this is terrible to listen to. Yeah. <laughs> you know, interrupting the woman is like, oh, yeah, she's being interrupted. And, and two guys interrupting each other, everyone's like, oh, my God, this is awful. <laughs> yeah, I think it was partly that and partly that they just continuously talked. Like, every time Secretary Clinton, I think to prove the point, every time she got interrupted, she kind of let him speak because the more Trump speaks, the more he looks like an idiot. So, dude, right. take the whole 90 minutes if you want them. But like exactly. with Pence and Kane, they like were talking over each other constantly and you couldn't even hear the words anymore. And so I think that also made it harder to listen to as well. But right. yeah. in general, it was, you know, two jars of mayonnaise or two pieces of white bread talking <laughs> to each other. And the, it was so boring. The Daily that, Show had what they said yes. was a live video and it was a slice of white bread and a jar of mayonnaise, yeah. or a glass of milk, milk, yeah. milk, mm-hmm. milk and white bread. <laughs> Screwing off against each other, uh, yeah. so, so it was it was ninety minutes, uh, and it was only within the last ten minutes that they finally talked about abortion. Yeah, I was really excited when they did that because I was very surprised that she brought it up. Um, yeah. So yeah, that I mean, was it interesting. was it was like a full hour of yeah. Iran and Russia and North Korea, yeah. and then just. As kind of, you know, the tail end of the thing. Hey, let's talk about social issues. (laughs) I was wondering, like, if she even really meant to bring it up, because the question before that was kind of like, how does your faith, you know, inform your decisions? And have you been in a spot where your faith was, like, opposite to, you know, uh, putting forward policy and governing? And then, of course, uh, Tim Kaine talked about the death penalty, that he's against the death penalty. Um, And then Mike Pence talked about how he's against abortion, and then... She brought up, you know, okay, well, well, let's talk about abortion. And I was like, wow, this is so exciting. Um, Finally. Yeah. (laughs) I was, like, surprisingly so proud of Tim Kaine because, you know, he talks about how he's personally against it. But the way he was speaking, I mean, it seemed like I'm like, somebody must have sat him down and talked to him about, you know, 
<laughs> oh yeah, somebody sat accurate. down yeah, and talked. Somebody to- talked. Yeah, because he was like, you know, why don't you just trust women? And when he said that, I was like, what? Tim Kaine talking about trust women? Okay, right. Like I see you. I'm I'm excited. Um, so yeah, I was really excited about that part. And then of course, um, Mike Pence. Ugh. Right. Well, before we go on Pence, so the the quote from Tim Kaine, we support Roe versus Wade. We support the constitutional right of American women to consult their own conscience, their own supportive partner, their own minister, but then to make their own decision about pregnancy. That's something we trust American women to do. You know, yes. a, just a terrific answer. And, and I think you're exactly right. Mm-hmm. And, and I'll speak on behalf of a lot of guys. Mm-hmm. We don't get this stuff. <laughs> we, uh, we, uh, or surprise, we don't surprise. get it naturally. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, this isn't an answer that Tim, Ka- Tim Kane came up with on his own. No, no. I don't think so. <laughs> and, and I think that, um, you know, he should get a lot of credit for listening to people who know better about this issue yeah. than he does just as, as a dude. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, th- this is an answer from somebody who has listened to women who are trying to mm-hmm. talk to them talk to him about something that's very important Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, that, you know, might not align with his background and his mm-hmm. upbringing. Um, but he understands that it's more important to them than it is to him. Exactly. <laughs> and, and, you know, yes. and that they have a, a very important point to make. Mm-hmm. I, I really don't understand, like, again, I don't understand why, you know, we can't all have that, like, uh, if you disagree, that's fine, but... Don't try to like legislate to me or make it illegal for me to do it because I, because that's my decision. Like, and you're you're like fully free to disagree, but don't try to then put that on me. Your own personal religious beliefs, and right. that's exactly what Mike Pence believes in doing. That's what he would do if he could have an outright ban on abortion. I'm yeah. sure he would right. do that. His, yeah. his voting record definitely uh, supports that idea. Uh, Donald Trump's words himself support that idea. What Pence claimed during the debate, <laughs> yes. shit, uh, uh, the quote from Pence that I pulled out here is, Donald Trump and I would never support legislation that punished women who made the heartbreaking choice to end a pregnancy. That is a complete lie from Mike Pence. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Because Pence... Uh, uh, Donald Trump used the word punishment. He yes. Said, yes, I think there should be punishment. Yeah. And in Mike Pence's Indiana, they locked up a woman. They imprisoned her Yeah. Mm-hmm. after she had a miscarriage. Exactly. Yes. And exactly. here he's claiming they would never support legislation to punish women. You punished women. women. Yeah. yeah. And the problem, again, I guess, like I said, like, I don't really think Donald Trump really cares that much either way, but he would probably defer to Mike Pence's stance on it because Mike Pence does care about it and has right. made so many... Right bad policy mm-hmm. so then that's going to be his policy because yes. that's his vice president that's yeah. absolutely the truth that's that's the biggest danger about a donald trump presidency yeah is donald trump doesn't have policy positions no on nearly anything no other whatever than the crowd taxes. wants him to say that day that's his policy yeah. yeah and and it's going to be mike pence piloting the ship it's going to be him working with uh paul ryan yeah to figure out what this nation's policies are going to be and you're going to have paul ryan coming up with uh you know horribly conservative tax policies that are, exactly. are really awful for the middle class and uh, lower class yeah. individuals mm-hmm. uh and then mike pence is going to be doing 
you know, exactly whatever uh, he's done in Indiana in terms yeah. of banning abortion and stripping out women's health care and access to abortion. That's the danger of a Donald Trump presidency. Exactly. It's exactly. not the crap that's in Donald Trump's head. It's he would just yield. Yeah to the worst parts of the Republican Party. Yes. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's what we talked about all the time in the primary, that, you know, Donald Trump and all, you know, Ted Cruz, all of them talked really great talk, and but, you know, Kasich had actually done it in Ohio. And right. tr- the Trump-Pence ticket is the shit that comes out of Donald Trump's mouth and the really bad shit that Mike Pence has actually done to right. Indiana. I mean, right. he defunded an HIV program and guess what? An HIV outbreak happened. Exactly. And, you know, so, you know, for, for that ridiculous um, statement saying that he wasn't going to um, imprison women and he already had, he gets like an extra special, like five mile long walk of shame this week. Cause like, I really, when I heard that it happened and I watched it the next day, cause like I said, I had tuned out by the last time, but 10 Mm -hmm. minutes. Right. Um, I really just, I couldn't believe like, and you're freaking honestly saying that right now? Right. Like, you wouldn't put, you put women in jail. Exactly. And he had a hand, it's not like he could say, oh, I was just my prosecutors, or yeah. he actually did stuff to help that through. Like, yeah. that wouldn't have been the way it was without Pence being involved. Right. So. Yeah, so Mike Pence gets the walk of shame from <laughs> Trump Tower all the way back to Indianapolis. There you go. <laughs> yes, he um, deserves it. Okay, so uh, working through our little uh, debate notes here in, in reverse order, uh, <laughs> the next question we had was, is Donald happy with Pence's performance? He says he is, but I, I, don't, I don't trust that shit. I don't know. Um, <laughs> I really loved, uh, of course, I had to watch the analysis afterwards, Um, So I really uh, was interested with the logic that Mike Pence was not there to help Donald Trump win (laughs) in 2016. He was there to help himself win in 2020 because literally he would not... Defend like every mm-hmm. time Tim Kaine was oh can you defend this well can you defend this was it? he he really wasn't defending anything that mm-hmm. he said he basically was just like would lie and say he didn't say that or just try to move on or say well Hillary Clinton like he really mm-hmm. was right. not defending any if I was Donald Trump I would ask him like why didn't you defend me like yeah and true Donald Donald Trump style though when somebody asked him that recently um. The or maybe he just said it in his uh, stump speech because people were talking about him not being happy. Um, in true Donald Trump style, he made it all about him and the fact that see he did a really good job. It proves that I can choose really good people, so I should be president. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. See, he was my first choice. See, 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 I'm cool. Look at me, I'm great. Right. I'm the best ever. I chose the best ever vice presidential candidate. Look at me, I'm the best. Yeah. No, oh, I. Lord. I <laughs> Uh, I agree. I, th- I think uh, I think the next two debates are going to go just like the first one did. Uh, I think Hillary is going to win a very close election, and then I think in four years, Mike Pence and John Kasich are of going course. to be two of, of the front runners. Mm-hmm. Um, one um, analysis that I read on the debate said that the winner of the debate wasn't Mike Pence, and it wasn't Donald Trump. It was. Or, the loser of the debate mm-hmm. was actually Ted Cruz, yeah, mm-hmm. because Pence won by coming out as uh, as you conservative know, were, champion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 and and now Ted Cruz is going to have to take a backseat to that. Plus the fact that Cruz endorsed Donald Trump, yeah, even though he said he wasn't going to. Exactly. Um, so you know, uh, Pence they they said 
you know, the, the sort of first impact was the idea that he had somehow won the debate, but Mm -hmm. then all of the, um, you know, the video footage shows that he had set up statement after statement after statement, which, you know, when you review it, lies lies about how ridiculous Donald Trump is. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, it was, I was really, I thought, um, also on him, I thought Tim K missed an opportunity when he, they were talking about Russia and them like liking Putin and Russia and how they discriminate against, you know, LGBT people there. I'm like, you should talk about the bill that he passed in his own state. Like that he's that guy, like people should know. Um, and also his, when they asked him a question about, you know, national security and that's supposed to be their thing, national security and immigration. And he's, and she asked, she was like, well, what are you going to do about homegrown terrorists specifically? Like people who are U.S. citizens and have committed, you know, mm-hmm. quote unquote lone wolf. They might've been inspired, you know, or radicalized, whatever the term is. Um, but they basically did it on their own here in America. Like, what would you do about that? And he, his answer was literally, well, we need to go back to, we need to vet people coming in here. She was like, I'm talking about U.S. <laughs> citizens, homegrown. And he had no answer. His whole answer was, well, it starts with immigration right. and making sure that we vet. What does people who were born here who are U.S. citizens who do this have to do with our immigration policy? Are we going to start interviewing newborns? Seriously. <laughs> he had You're no a new citizen. Answer. We need no to investigate you. that. Yeah. It was ridiculous. It was ridiculous. Uh, okay, so do we think and if <laughs> is this going to be on Saturday Night Live? Was it was it oh. ridiculous enough to be funny, or is this too much of a, a train wreck of an evening? <laughs> uh, I don't know. Yeah, I think. I mean, I I I know that they'll feel the need to, but I just I just don't think there's enough material there. Mm-hmm. I just really, I mean, maybe to, you know, highlight how ridiculous they were and ignoring the moderator continuously. Yeah. Right. I mean. I, I thought that was interesting. I mean, Lester Holt, you know, whether whether you liked it or you didn't, he mm-hmm. had a hands-off approach. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he, he did. <laughs> For sure. He didn't even try to control that train wreck. No. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and <clears throat> this time it was such just a back-and-forth shouting match. Um, yeah. You know that I I don't know how on earth uh, there you know there was any expectation of of controlling this discussion. Yeah, no. and she tried, but yeah. Again, to every any woman watching it, they were we were all just kind of like, oh yeah, <laughs> basically. <laughs> That's what happens. Yeah, the first like um, I guess it got not as bad towards the end, but yeah, like the first thirty minutes, sort of like the first. 30 minutes of the first debate with um, Hillary and Trump, like, it was just, mm-hmm. yeah, they were just going back and forth. You couldn't really hear anything. It was not good. Yeah. So <clears throat> Elaine Cajano uh, gave it her best effort. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I so. think if it is on SNL, though, honestly, it would be worse for Tim Kaine than Mike Pence just because, not because of his answers, but because of his demeanor mm-hmm. during it. Yeah. His demeanor honestly was not the best, but you know, he was really trying to be, I guess, on attack and really call him out for and make him try to defend what Trump was saying. So I feel like if it was on SNL, they would probably just do a really bad parody of him mm-hmm. and it wouldn't be good. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> um, so moving on in our agenda. 
Uh, we had an op-ed in the Cleveland Plain Dealer uh, from a former state legislator. His name is Ed Gers, um, complaining about the limited opportunities in the Democratic Party for pro-life politicians. For our listeners who only listen and don't watch, my eyes just rolled so far back in my head that I saw my brain. We, we need the uh, the little gif of LeBron James playing the world's smallest violin. Yes. <laughs> yeah, like the last line of it was, it's so hard to be a pro-life Democrat. Like, oh, poor baby. Yeah. You want to stand I, in women's way on getting health care. It's so hard for you. <laughs> What about that woman actually trying to get the health care? Yeah. Maybe she's got right. it rougher. Like, yeah. hashtag first world problems. People don't like my opinion. Like, have your, no one's stopping you from having your opinion. Jeez. <laughs> We're just saying that you cannot legislate that to the other people. Newsflash, not everyone is a Christian. That's okay. Mm-hmm. I mean. And not all Christians are against abortion. Exactly. I mean. And that's okay. Like, give me. Yeah. Yeah. yeah no one feels sorry for you. No. Nobody does. Well, the most ridiculous part of that op-ed was, too, that at the end of it, he's like, well, you know, maybe with Tim Kaine, we'll get the least we can ask, you know, the most we can ask for as pro-life Democrats, you know, policies that increase access to contraception and, and education. I'm like, well, you should be doing that anyway. Well, we already are. Like, yeah. dude. I mean, I'm actually counting because we're, of course, writing something to respond to this ridiculousness. So I'm actually counting how many bills we've introduced since he left because we started it in 2005 and he left in 2004. Right. So to his, I guess, we'll give him a, like this much, like a half of a millimeter of, of credit. Mm-hmm. He wasn't there when these bills were introduced. But starting in 2005 and rolling through this year, we've introduced more than 25 bills Mm -hmm. just to increase access to birth control and sex education. 25 bills. Yeah. You know why those haven't passed? Not because of pro-choice Democrats blocking them from the pro-life people. It's the pro-life people blocking them because they don't want access to contraception. Right. So, dude. (sighs) Yeah. Exactly. The, The points that he makes on education and contraception, he pitches out there as, you know, compromises, last resorts. Yeah. These should be the first solution. <laughs> yes. Uh-huh. That people who oppose abortion should yes. be turning to. Mm-hmm. Birth control. Like, yeah. I don't understand sex education. Like, people should know how their bodies work. We shouldn't have kids out here, like, legit not understanding that you can't use a condom more than once. Or that, you know, being on your period doesn't mean you can't get pregnant. Like, people should, I mean, they need that education. And to say that giving them that education is going to make them more likely to do something like, that's just not true. It's just Mm -hmm. not true. Right. Yeah. So, you know, rejecting education and contraception until, you know, the, the point where you've tried everything else. Um, that's, you know, that's a failure of the pro-life movement. Um, and then in terms of politics, blaming the party, uh, and at one point Mm -hmm. he also criticizes, uh, the president of NARAL Pro-Choice America, Elise Hogue, um, because she spoke at the Democratic convention and described her abortion as the decision that was the best for me. Uh, and he's complaining that she speaks not out of compassion towards the unborn, but of the compassion of abortion providers. I'm like, these are doctors who are under attack constantly. Yeah. And her making the decision that was best for her. Yeah. That's a good thing. Yes. Mm -hmm. But he frames it in terms of selfishness. 
Of course, because he doesn't understand, because he's one of those guys who doesn't get it. Mm-hmm. Right. And so when you take that attitude and then you fail to move forward through the Democratic Party, it's not because of party leadership or, you know, Mm-mm. somebody yeah. making some policy. It's because Democratic voters uh-huh. are going to reject people who treat women like this and fail to recognize that they have rights to make the decisions that are best for them. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. So. Seven in 10 Americans, by the way, believe yes. that you should have access to the medical care that you need. Right. So, dude, get on the train or take your personal beliefs elsewhere. Sit off the train for quite some time. Yeah, I know. Like, <laughs> Stay it's, off. It's funny that, you know, he, he left the legislature in 2004 and pops back up in 2016 complaining about being a pro-life Democrat, obviously. Mm. Right. Mm. That'd be more than just being a pro-life Democrat that you probably. Uh, Okay, so uh, on the subject of um, ideas that have also been rejected, uh, (laughs) in the state of Oklahoma, the Supreme Court there struck down a a sweeping anti-choice law that included provisions subjecting providers to possible felony charges for even minor infractions of anti-abortion regulations. Uh, So this was a horrible, just, you know, blanket abortion ban. Mm -hmm. Um, and uh, Oklahoma uh, passed it, and now it's been defeated by their Supreme Court. Uh, but this idea uh, was sort of the, uh, the original form of what Ohio's new ballot initiative mm-hmm. uh, has drawn on as inspiration. Um, so the ballot initiative we just saw introduced here in, uh, in Ohio, where they're trying yeah. to qualify this for the ballot, used this Oklahoma law. That's where they got the idea. Mm-hmm. And it's such a, an awful idea that the Oklahoma Supreme Court knocked it down. Yeah. Oklahoma. Let's, let's, let's talk about that for Not California, not New York, not Oregon, not Washington. Oklahoma's yeah. state Supreme Court knocked this crap down. So, you know, not some liberal bastion court. This is like the middle of anti-choice territory, Oklahoma. So yes. you guys might want to take a hint and let it go. Right. <laughs> Stay out of our uteruses, please. <laughs> Just stop. Just stop. Mm-hmm. Can we talk about more exciting things? Yes. <laughs> you want to talk about endorsements? Uh-huh. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> Are you talking about it? I don't know. Somebody needs to talk about it. So this week, um, Hillary Clinton got a bunch more newspapers, and Donald Trump didn't get a whole bunch more newspapers. He didn't get any newspaper endorsements. No. No. Um, And we'll talk about the one he got in a minute. But the really cool one that Hillary got that everybody's actually paying attention to, and I'm actually a tiny bit surprised he weighed in, but I'm awesomely excited about it, is LeBron James endorsed Hillary Clinton. LeBron James. Yes. I'm surprised (laughs) I'm glad he did. Yeah. yeah. Also, but I am kind of surprised too. Yeah. Yeah. Because I mean, yeah. he's been challenged a couple of times by like the Black Lives Matter movement to make greater statement, political statements on that movement and things like that. And he's made some, you know, he's he's dipped his toes in, but he yeah. hasn't gone full in like Kaepernick and all yeah. those folks. You know, he's definitely supported them, but well, he we'll hasn't. see. Yeah, we'll see now. Yeah, yeah it's not possible. Start so started last night, and um, but um, but no, he came out full force and he acknowledged that it might piss some people off, but you know, he yeah, yeah. and it, and it's interesting because when he came back to Akron, he didn't just come back to play basketball. He right. really came back to give it back to the community, and that's one of the things that's really his hallmark. Yeah. And so, you know, it was really not LeBron James, the basketball player, but LeBron James, the guy who cares about poor kids in Akron. Right. Mm-hmm. Endorsing her. So that was really a, a fun, yeah. you know, 
piece of it all. Yeah. Yeah. That's what he wrote. Uh, He said, I also tell all my kids how important it is that they give back to the community because if basketball has taught me anything, it's that no one achieves greatness alone. And it takes everyone working together to create real change. When I look at this year's presidential race, it's clear which candidate believes the same thing. Only one person running truly understands the struggles of an Akron child born into poverty. And when I think about the kinds of policies and ideas the kids in my foundation need from our government, the choice is clear. That candidate is Hillary Clinton. I think that is a ringing endorsement. Yeah. And I love it. Yeah. I think it also I think it's a good um they really she also did a good job when she was talking about it and you know, just saying how they both care about you know, he's a really big advocate for children, mm-hmm. um, children at Akron and how they both care about children. And it made me think of that ad that she's been had playing for a while of her, you know, like all the way back from the seventies talking about how she cares about children. So I just thought that was a really good, and also it's exciting. It's like, yeah. um, I don't know if it actually like brings over any votes, but it's still exciting. <laughs> yeah, it definitely gives her the momentum. So yes. that's yeah. awesome. For sure. And I, I think some of the, the videos like that that show her decades-long record of mm-hmm. advocating for children, um, endorsements like LeBron's, um, it it's not going to move undecided voters. There's almost no undecided voters anymore. Yeah. It's just a question of the people who like Hillary or yeah. like her enough, getting them to remember, oh, yeah, I need to get out to the polls. Mm-hmm. I need yeah. to actually show up to vote. Um, or, you know, the people mm-hmm. who are uh, are already committed to voting for Hillary, Yeah, you know, does this give them the inspiration to bring their neighbor to the polls, to go knock on some doors, to cut a check? Exactly. Um, you know, just even to share this article on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it gives them that much more incentive to become involved in the election yeah. more than the minimum level of just casting a vote. Yeah. Which I think she already obviously has a better ground game than he has. But Absolutely. It always comes down to, as a field person, I know, it always comes down to the ground game. Yes. <laughs> Who has a better ground game? And obviously, I mean, I think the Democrats have had that on lock for a while. And um, yeah. So, but yeah, this is really good. I'm excited. Yeah. And depressing endorsement news. (laughs) (laughs) Of course. Not on Hillary's side, because there are no depressing endorsements on Hillary's side. So for the... I don't know if we talked about it last week or whatever. Um, so for the first time ever, a couple weeks ago, the the Cleveland sorry, police union voted to endorse somebody. Like, they voted to go through a process of endorsing, and they'd never done that before. And then last week, they actually did vote to endorse Donald Trump mm-hmm. following the, you know, federal, the FOP nationally and, and all those things. And in a city like Cleveland with enough, as much racial tension over the Tamir Rice murder and everything else that happens in that city, the police union coming out and saying, yep, we're with the complete racist asshole yeah. is not something that's going to they help heal. They want the law and order candidate, Jamie. Yeah, exactly. We need so to that's... bring back law and order because we got too many people, these thugs running around mm-hmm. with guns and shooting everybody. And it's hell. I can't even walk outside my front door. Like, that's so, of course, they need to get mm-hmm. Donald Trump. Like, fucking ridiculous. You know who is shooting everybody? <laughs> it's, uh, yeah. Have that conversation. <laughs> <laughs> so, so yeah, yeah, I mean, in kind of a string of, of some law enforcement endorsements, I know like yeah. the ICE officers, the, the immigration, the border patrol, yeah, border yeah. patrol union also endorsed Donald Trump, yeah. you know, all of these, you know, police unions. I mean, not surprisingly, I mean, the FOP is generally more Republican than Democrat, but yeah, I just, 
and these they're no i mean they you have no interest in if if you were actually paying attention and listening to everything was going on and that just shows you have literally no interest in having a better relationship you no. know with black people with mm-hmm. brown people like you have no interest in um making even have having the facade of wanting things to be better because you obviously know that this is not the candidate that you know we're about the people mm-hmm. who want to do stop and frisk has already been deemed unconstitutional. Mike Pence bought that up again yeah. at the debate. Like, right. yeah, like nobody. Also, he didn't want to talk about implicit bias. He thought it was mm-hmm. ridiculous that we would talk about implicit bias or systemic racism. He didn't say systemic racism. He said <laughs> systemic bias because uh-huh. like apparently racism, racism is a bad exist. word. So, yeah, I mean, even after Tim Kaine brought up the fact that Philando Castile, before he was fatally killed, was stopped 40 or 50 times. Yeah. Like, give me a fucking break. Like, I'm so, yeah, done. Mm -hmm. So the first time ever your police union endorses a candidate you endorse this radically racist. Yes. Islamophobic, anti-immigrant asshole. So, yeah. Yeah. So that's the message you're giving to your community. So when your community reacts to you badly, you know why now. Exactly. And he didn't want to say, he was like, I'm um, at the risk of agreeing with you, community policing actually does work. But I'm like, (laughs) you're not trying any community policing. That's not what's going on. Mm. The, you know, the other problem I have with this is the uh, Cleveland uh, Police Union is a labor union. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, and just like we discussed about, you know, how Trump will hand over policy on abortion issues mm-hmm. to Mike Pence, he's going to hand over yep. labor law yes. issues to anti-union yes. members of the Republican Party. Mm-hmm. And so this union is endorsing a candidate that is not in their interests <laughs> yeah. as a union. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. And, you know, it, we've seen that in Ohio not too long ago during the Kasich administration when mm-hmm. he had uh, Senate Bill 5 to try and, mm-hmm. you know, destroy unions. Yep. And that sort of, uh, you know, that sort of measure, they'd love to be able to put something in place like that nationally. Mm-hmm. And you're totally opening up the door. Yes. Yeah. You know. Yeah. If I'm not mistaken, Indiana is a right-to-work state, a so-called right-to-work yeah. state. So, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> Again, Donald Trump exactly. speaks the words... Mike Pence does the words. It's kind of a trend. Exactly. So there's many problems with this endorsement Mm -hmm. um, on on a variety of issues. Yes. Uh So, okay. Uh, Let's sing us out. Yay. Let's get it on. (laughs) Okay. Um, So we've been phone banking. Thank you for coming out to phone banks. We're going to continue doing that. We're going to send an updated list because we're going to add even more um, because of the polls are really tight right now. We're trying to um, get to as many people as possible, so we need to make a lot of phone calls. Um, also, when GOTV comes out, that's to get out the vote and we get closer to time. Um, we'll be sending out stuff because we'll be coordinating with America Votes. Um, and you want to talk mm-hmm. about this Toledo training? Yeah, so like- we've had a couple of our microphone trainings, mm-hmm. um, uh, messaging trainings to give uh, solid pro-choice supporters some more uh, tools in the toolbox uh, in terms mm-hmm. of communications, writing letters to the editor, writing op-eds, um, how to, you know, do call-in radio, yeah. um, all that uh, sort of, you know, ways to talk more effectively about pro-choice issues. Uh, we've had two trainings. We're going to have our third. It'll be in Toledo this Wednesday, October 12th. 
6 to 8.30 p.m. Cool. If you want to register, you can check, uh, put the link in the show notes, but it's uh, bit.ly link, B-I-T dot L-Y slash microphone 2016. Fill that out, and I'll get you more information. Cool. Cool. Okie doke. So get out there early, but your voter registration deadline is October 11th. So yes. you need to check your registration. What's the website on that, Gabe? MyOhioVote.com. Again, I'll put the link in the show notes. And early vote starts on the 12th. So you can go and vote so starting soon. October 12th. I'm so going to oh do that. Just I'm, get glad, it done with. I'm glad early voting is starting soon, though. I'm like, let's go ahead and get all our votes in. Yep. So um, vote early and then take all your friends. Yeah. Yes. I, I that way to, you can be working on election day. Uh-huh. Because right. we got plenty of shows for you. Yes. <laughs> I used to love voting at the polls. I mean, I do love mm-hmm. voting at the polls, but I found that um, as I've been working in politics, it's mm-hmm. really important for me to go and vote um, early and yeah. to not only do that, but to fill out the paper ballot instead of the machine, uh-huh. because then I can take a picture of my... <laughs> <laughs> ballot, which then I have to like use in Photoshop. They let you take Some, pictures in there. Yes. As long as it's your ballot and only your ballot, like you can't take other pictures yeah. of like nobody's other ever stopped me. Or, <laughs> oh, okay. No, so I take a picture of my ballot and then I like Photoshop our logo onto it and make sure you vote. <laughs> I need that piece of photography to start the graphic, and it. Uh huh. So I have to go early and, and vote. So. Yeah, I always like the I, I always like going to the polls on election day because you actually got to do it on the machine. The like filling out a piece of paper in your house doesn't have the kind of still like going to vote yeah. feeling. It's a much better picture. It though. does yeah. for your purposes, <laughs> but for my purposes, I very much enjoy actually going to the early vote center because it's right by my house too. Mm-hmm. So it's not really, really your that early far vote away. center doesn't have the machine. Yeah, the, no, but it, yeah. yeah, it does have the machine. So I okay. like doing that so that I actually get to like physically push buttons on a machine. Yeah. So check out our Instagram okay. after early vote starts for a nice little graphic of uh, <laughs> Gabe's, Gabe's ballot. ballot. Okay. <laughs> we'll see everybody next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.